call forward. You have to believe in yourself. You got to move yourself through the nose. You got to not try to be perfect. You got to show up with some type of schedule for yourself each week so you can win each week. All these things, again, might be common sense. Your job, evaluate yourself. Could I do better here? Oh, I could. Notice I didn't say, I hate myself because I don't do everything. I said, ask yourself, could I do better here? Oh, I could. Let me try that. It's like Tom and Lisa talked about yesterday. Sometimes it's just developing new skills. It's not, Lisa didn't hate on herself. Lisa yesterday was talking about, oh, she recognized that was a skill she was deficient in. So she was going to develop the skill. Listen, less self-hatred, more skill development. I never say, oh, I'm terrible at this and this. And I'll go, oh, I don't yet have that skill. Let me start developing that skill in a disciplined process every week and I'll get better at it. I'm just trying to encourage you all to get in this game and to stay in this game because remember, your journey matters. What you've been through in your life, your life experience, it matters. You, You were gifted this unique journey that you've had in your life. You were gifted with the unique voice and authenticity you have. You don't have to be like any of us. You'll see everyone who's come on, different background, different lighting, different (laughs) nationality, different races, different topics, but we're all just here jamming. So the most important thing is start jamming, start getting in the game, start speaking, communicating, sharing, and you'll see it evolve if you believe in yourself and you care about the people who you are serving and you connect with that over and over, you'll keep growing. All right. With that, I've got another awesome guest to bring some fire to you today. And I'm so excited about this um, because I believe it's the first time I've really gotten to interview him. And up next, we have one of the world's, I think, smartest YouTube strategists, someone who's built his YouTube following in community and multiple other brands, YouTube followings and communities into you know, that stratospheric level of millions and millions of views. And has shared, he shared so much with me and my community. I said, I got to bring him on. I brought him to my private masterminds before um, to share ideas and he just blew people's minds. And so we have today the blessings of welcoming into Influencer Summit, Evan Carmichael, YouTube genius. Evan, are you on, buddy? Influencer Summit 2020. Let's go. I love it. We're here. It's happening. Dude, it's been nonstop fire on this series. I'm honored to be a a part of it. Let's go. The energy is amazing. Thank you for putting this together. And uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. Dude, I just grab, I'm grabbing fresh notes here for you because you always light me up with fire. Um, if you guys aren't yet following Evan, make sure you do at Evan Carmichael on the Instagram. His YouTube channel. What's your YouTube channel, buddy? Just off my name, Evan Carmichael. Just another Evan Carmichael. And he's thought, well, you have multiple shows. That's why I ask. I don't know where you want to drive him. Um, his ability to curate has been something I've seen. And I go, wow. I remember seeing your stuff years ago because he would take these, these um, you know, like he'd like make Steve Jobs top 10 pieces of advice. And he'd grab all these public domain videos of Steve Jobs and break it down at Steve Jobs' top 10 pieces of advice. He put music to it and just cut to Steve Jobs teaching these and put little graphics, number one, number two, number three, number 10. And I would watch them before I knew you, buddy. And I was like, that's, I love those. Uh, I don't know what you call those. So we're going to get into how did you come up with the strategy? And we'll get into, you know, how have you learned to build that as a brand and a business? And what have you learned along the way? But maybe you can start with us and just share, like, what was your people know you mostly, I think, through that medium. So talk us about your like your start and your YouTube journey. Yeah. So. First off, I think your purpose comes from your pain. So I think whatever you struggle the most with as a human is the thing you want to help other people with. Uh, and so when I first started as an entrepreneur, I, I really struggled. I was making $300 a month. Uh, I just felt worthless. You know, I was trying everything. Nothing seemed to be working out. I was too embarrassed to tell my friends that I wasn't you know, hitting it hard. I was telling them I'm living the entrepreneur lifestyle. Meanwhile, you know, like I had no money. Uh, borderline hated my life. And one day I quit on my partner. And it was the worst day of my life. And I woke up the next day, said, I can't quit because I haven't given it everything. And I feel like I might regret this if I, if I quit now. 
But then the realization came to me that, hey, somebody else must have built a software company before. I had a software company. Who's done this? Like, how can I model success? Something. And I thought of Bill Gates and how he started Microsoft and said, I'm going to go model Bill Gates. And shortly after that thought process and, and modeling, I had my first deal for $13,500 inside my business. Um, that may not sound like a lot of money, but dude, at the time, that was, that was gold, man. That was gold. That was making bank. Uh, and so I kept doing that modeling success. Whenever I don't know what to do, I model success. And so I wanted to then teach that to other people. Um, I'm a visual learner, so I'd much rather see it in front of me than just hear it, which is why I'm always pushing you on like, you're doing a podcast? Yes, YouTube video too, because we need the visuals. Because yeah. <laughs> I want to see it happen. People are clapping that up. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I started saying, hey, well, the thing that saved me was modeling success. And so I can teach other people how to do that too. And so I started doing these little mashups of different variations, different, different videos, different people who I looked up to, who I was learning from, who I still learn from and share that. And thankfully enough, people like that as well, that I can turn that into a business. Um, getting started though, I'm introverted. That doesn't come across in things like this, but I'm super introverted. I'm shy. I don't talk to people on the airplane. In fact, on my way to Puerto Rico, I was sitting next to somebody on the airplane who was also going to the same event and he was trying to talk me up just to the network and say hi, like just kind of shut down because I don't, I don't, I don't naturally say hi to people. Uh, so why do something like this? Well, it's because introverts still want to serve. Yeah. Help. Introverts still want to serve. Oh my gosh. So legit brother. You still have a message that you want to get out there and that's why you're yes. here at influencer. So you can influence the people who currently are who you used to be. And so I started doing that with my YouTube channel. Uh, it took me five years to get the 7,000 subscribers. So from, from video one that came up in April, 2009, <laughs> five years wow. later, 7,000 subscribers. And then, from there, the next five years, I went from 7,000 to 2 million, and now we're at 2.6 or something in multiple channels and all that. Um, but it's the, it's the willingness to serve that, that gets you through the discomfort. And you, you know, if you think back to who you used to be, for everybody watching, you know, who did you used to be five years ago? That's who you're making content for. You're not done oh, growing. You're, st you're still learning, right? Like even Brendan here, who's, who's, is it the Godfather or Grandfather? Because I've heard both. I like Godfather better. It's the Godfather. It's the Godfather of goodness. Okay, so. That's what called me old. <laughs> so we got the, and yeah, you called me old. And he's still learning and he's still taking notes and he's still on his path, right? So, you know, you might be on step 14. Brendan might be on step 1,000, but, but there's still like a million more steps to go. And even though you're on step 14, this is where I think a lot of people really struggle is that you might be on step 14 and you look to someone like Brendan and say, well, he's at step a thousand. I, I can never, I can never catch up. I can never close the gap. You don't have to because there's lots of people who are still at step one and you're yeah. at step 14. You can help those people while you continue to grow and learn every step you learn, like coming to here, how many of you guys have already made some steps forward with the knowledge that you've taken from, right? You've taken some serious knowledge from this. So now you're stepping up in your life. You're leveling up your life. You can now take that to the people around you and to, you know, to your cell phone and start creating content to help somebody get from step one to two, because now you're moving from 15 to 20. And so I think a lot of people get caught up in that. I, I can't create, I'm not good enough. I don't know what to say. You're talking to the you from five years ago. Because there's millions of people through. Uh, and so for me, it was entrepreneurship and modeling success was the answer through. Everybody here has, has gone through a journey. You've come through the impossible, right? That you from five years ago would look at you today and say, that's not possible. It's not possible for you to be here. You know, Brendan with his car accident or Brendan with sitting on the, on the bed with the bills, you know, everywhere would look to Brendan now and say, that's not possible. There's no way I'm going to be that. And yet you guys have all done it. You're, you're here. You are an impossibility. And so there's lots of people who currently are who you used to be, who in talking to you or in seeing your content and you sharing your story, it, it gives them hope. It gives them possibility. It makes them want to feel like, hey, maybe I can do this. And that's, that's what fires me up to get me out of my introvert shell because it's understanding that your story matters and that you could inspire one person to make a change. And, and ultimately, that's what will drive long-term sustained happiness for you.
Dude, I love that so much. Man, dropping the bombs. I love it. Create for who you were five years ago. So powerful. So powerful. So <laughs> I see that, that uh, YouTube award behind you. Walk us through going from, you know, 7,000 subscribers to where you're at now. And it, was, there, was there a specific strategy that you felt like I was, you were following and kind of clicked into place? Or has it just been like guerrilla warfare, create, share, create, share, create, share? How, how you progressed? For, for those who are watching who want to get better at YouTube, who want to build that audience and that subscriber base, what works for that? So one is definitely getting consistent. So at the beginning, I wasn't very consistent. I'd make a video and then critique it and judge it and say it sucked and it's not good enough. And oh my God, I stuttered. And all, all of my original videos, I wasn't even, I was barely on camera because I was trying to memorize a line. So if you go back, you can watch the videos. They're all still there. And I recommend don't delete any of your early videos because it shows the journey and it shows the inspiration for yourself, but also for other people because your message isn't, be perfect. Your message isn't only release if it's perfect. So why are you living that way? Right? Like you have to actually live your message. Um, so I was, I was struggling at the beginning just with confidence, with just having to be perfect. So I wasn't very consistent at the beginning. Um, I had to find my voice and I struggled a lot with that too, being introverted and not being a public speaker and, and being super shy. Um, and I had to kind of find a rhythm. Uh, what really helped me was getting some some mentoring. Back to Danielle's point just before me, talking about mentorship. I had somebody who helped me find my voice, uh, push me in the right direction, give me guidance, tell me where I sucked, you know, in a very loving way. It's like, Evan, dude, that sucked. But, and like, here's how to fix it. Uh, uh, and sometimes we really need that loving push, right? Like the hard truth to say. And and I know Brendan gives it to me too, uh, which is great. You know, he, he won't do it publicly, but he'll, he'll, he'll tell you privately, Hey, like, this is where you need to really get better. I remember when I, when I spoke on your stage in Phoenix for the first time, and then after you gave me feedback and you like took me by the hand and sort of walking me in the green room and say, do it like this and do it like that. It's like, okay, mental notes. Next time I'm going to, I'm going to try to do better. <laughs> um, and, and often we need that loving push. Well. Some people completely freak out when they get my feedback and I'm like, but I like, you know, who doesn't freak out people who are pros and have an intention to develop mastery people, who, you know, who doesn't freak out people who are in it for the long game. Cause people who are in it for the long game, they appreciate feedback because they want to get better and they want to develop mastery. And you're like that. And by the way, the two points you just shared, the, the, like it literally consistency and mentorship, those things come together. That's a universe of progress when those two things really happen and you have to operationalize them in your life, you know? So anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt already, but that, 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 that really resonates with me. Awesome. I love it. And, and I'm, I'm grateful for that feedback. And I think it also, uh, stems from having self-love. Like I think if you love yourself, then it's a lot easier to get the negative feedback because, because you don't internalize it. When you say, Evan, do this and do that, it'll make you a better speaker. It's easy to hear. Oh my God, I suck. Yeah. And I suck as a human. Not that I suck at the skill, right? right. All you're saying is, Hey, you don't have the skill yet. Here's how you fix it. Not you suck as a person, but that's what we hear the critiques on our videos or critiques on what we're doing. Like I suck as a person. So I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to get up and try. Um, anyway, so YouTube, I'm super blessed. YouTube has been a big um, part of my success journey. And I think it's honestly where everybody, if you want to be an influencer right now, 2020, 2021, you want to make your impact. YouTube should be the number one place where you are creating content because it's the one is the only place where your content lives forever. How many of you guys have seen the Brendan black and white videos? on his channel. Yeah. I see a whole bunch of hands going up. Those are what, like six years old, your black yeah. and white videos yeah, they're old. and they're still getting views and, and they're still amazing. And there's still energy and love, right? Like it's, it's awesome. That exists in a YouTube environment that doesn't exist anywhere else. Nobody's going back six hours on your Instagram post, let alone six years. And so if I can give uh, some tactical information, you can like write this stuff down. What I'd love for you guys to do is have one YouTube video, per week. If you're just getting started, if you haven't really committed to launching your, your social content yet, one 10 minute plus YouTube video every week. And we could dive into types of content that you, that 
you know, I give you advice on how to create, but one video per week. And then you're cutting up those pieces to take to the other platforms. It'll show you in your YouTube data. If there's one, one, uh, Technical term I'm going to share with you that I want everybody to write down, even if you don't care about YouTube yet, okay? It's the audience retention curve. That's the only technical jargon I'm going to throw at you today. It's super important, audience retention curve. Just write it down. You might think I'm crazy. doesn't matter. You'll come back and thank me in a year. Audience retention curve. What it does is shows you where people are falling off in your video. And so if you see this sharp drop, that means whatever you did there, sucked right like don't do that again it doesn't mean you suck again as a human just people didn't connect to it you'll have moments where it's flat which means nobody left that's awesome right for like 45 seconds nobody left and then you have these moments where it goes up well, how does that happen it's because people rewound to watch that part of the video again mm -hmm. so if you have a 10 minute video plus of you talking coaching again we can get into different content ideas you look at that graph the audience retention curve and you'll see those moments that's what you then cut for your 45 second instagram video that's what you cut for a 15 second TikTok. that's what you cut and take the best one liner and turn it into a tweet right so you're making like how do you be everywhere that's it's super hard to be everywhere, right? Because you also have a business to run, FYI as well, right? We're not just doing social media content. You have a real business to run, right? So how can you be everywhere? You're making one 10 minute plus YouTube video per week and then taking the best moments that the data says is the best moments. You don't have to think about it. You just look at the audience retention curve and then you create the content and you could be on every single platform super easy either you doing it or it's a it's a part-time person on your team to help you do it and you can be on every single platform every single day i love that this is so key i'll listen because um if you're with us on day one of influencer summit and if you miss day one of influencer summit make sure you register at influencersummit.com so you get the replay because the first 10 things i shared i shared the 10 best things i ever did in my career and the number one thing of that was weekly consistent long form. So I do a YouTube video every single week or the team pulls it from the vault if I don't do it. And it's usually in between like 10 and 20 minutes, maybe six to 20 minutes. And then we grab that and we are able to perpetuate it across all the other platforms. But to his point, this is so key to hear, the long viability of YouTube, no one scrolls back through you know, hours of Facebook. I mean, we have people, even in your, you know, our Facebook group for Influencer Summit, they're like, where's day two replay? I'm like, it was yesterday. They won't, they won't, people won't scroll back to yesterday, let alone years ago, but we still get all these, you know, hundreds of thousands of views from years ago stuff. So I really believe in that. Also, I believe in by doing it every week, a little bit longer, you get better as a speaker or as an entertainer or as a, you know, graphic media creator. And, you get that real good feedback. I mean, YouTube's got excellent analytics to see, not just uh, this specific score, but you also get to see where are people? Who are they? How are they accessing you? You know, as you said, how long are they staying? All of that intel makes you know better. Because some of you are like, but Brennan, Danielle was talking about this avatar and know your customer. What if you don't? I'm like, well, start speaking about your passion and see who engages more because I've learned so like my customers today are so much higher end than I feel about myself <laughs> that if I didn't have the, like the data showing me like, Oh, Brendan, your customers are like this. I'm like, really? Dang, man. You guys watching, you guys are like my dream people. I would have never imagined this kid from Montana getting to have something like this, but the, the data shows, Brendan's people are awesome. I'm like, oh, okay. So it helps me teach better. And I just really want to emphasize that. I also want you to make sure you go follow Evan Carmichael up on Instagram. Give him a shout out down below because this is gold and it's so good. Use hashtag Influencer Summit so he can see it and I can see it. And Let me do this too because you guys all want to grow your, your influence. You guys are influencers. If anybody takes a selfie with me at any point until I leave, and you tag me and you, you got to use influencer some hashtag influencer summit, tag me in a selfie and, and put that on your Instagram story. I will share it to my audience. You got a couple hundred thousand people following me. I will stay up all night resharing all of your stories to my posts because Brendan's given so much love. There's still one more day. 
Let's give Brandon some extra love and support. You can do it right now or anytime when I'm talking. Just tag me and do influencer, hashtag influencer summit. I'm not going to share it if you don't put the hashtag in. Let's light up Instagram and drive some crazy traffic for tomorrow's last day. Love it. Genius, man. Genius, genius. Love it. Love it. Um, tell us, like, okay, so now you've, you've learned so much from the data. Um, what makes a great YouTube video? Like what, like from, and I know you're speaking to an audience that does lots of different topics here, yeah. but in your opinion, you've seen things really take off into like, you have some videos that are like this level. And then you have some other videos like, bam, like, like give us some insight of like maybe three things we should think about that makes these things go, you know, viral or go bigger. Sure. Uh, so first off, actually, let me just say too, YouTube pays you, right? We didn't talk about that, but hey, do you guys want to make more money online? Like, is that important to you when you're in That's your That's what Lewis business? was talking about yesterday. He's like, and then I looked and I'm like making money on YouTube. Uh, Lewis, I, Lewis is amazing. So Lewis and you haven't turned on, like Lewis, just turn it on and just see what it can do for you. And then he's like, holy cow, you can make that much on YouTube. Like, yeah, man. And anyway, Lewis is great, but YouTube pays you, you know, uh, Instagram is not paying you to have a thousand likes on your on your post on your video. YouTube will pay you. They have thousands of salespeople out there selling advertising against your videos. So they take forty five percent. You take fifty five percent. You can still promote your branding and and get leads and drive people to your website and all of that. Plus, actually get paid to make content. It's the only platform that's doing that. Uh, so just an extra bonus for YouTube. Uh, okay, so what makes a really good video? The intro is super important. Okay, most people flub the intro. Most people's intro sounds something like this. Hey guys, welcome back. It's me, it's Evan. I'm so excited that you're here. Wow, I've got an important topic to tell you. Goodbye. I'm gone, I'm checked out, right? Even with my audience right now, at, at 2.6 million subscribers, 85-ish percent of people who watch my videos are not subscribed to my channel. That's a good thing. That means you're growing. But when you say, hey, welcome back, welcome back, I don't know who you are. What, what am I being welcomed back to? And then it's all of this filler before I actually get into the meat of the video. So if you're, in, if you're in control of the whole video, what I mean by that is if you're doing an interview or you're doing something else with another person, it's a, it's a, it's a tag team. So the intro usually is expected to suck and I can give you some strategies for that. But if you're in charge of the video, if you're gonna go direct the camera and say something, your first sentence out of your mouth has to be a powerful opinion. Something that you believe that other people don't believe. What do you believe that other people don't believe? And that's the first thing that you say as soon as you press record. I want you to practice it. I want you to rehearse it. I want you to have it written down and say that as the first line. Because I'll tell people to do this. And then I'll, I'll workshop it with them and say, okay, go. And they say, hey, guys, welcome back. Like, no. <laughs> no. We're just so used to that. But but you're going to lose people right away. Like you could be losing. I've seen people lose 80% of their audience in the first 30 seconds of their video. But you know what I love about it too, dude, outside of the algorithm is it's like, this is why we do what we do is to share our beliefs with other people. And you're just like, Hey man, might as well start with your beliefs. And that's powerful y'all. Cause that's imparting your standards that's imparting your wisdom, your hard lessons learned, your values to other people. Like, isn't that why we're on social media is to get to share the true essence of who we are, which is always our beliefs or our values or what we believe about our families and work and community. And, and, and so I, I think it's a very mission driven thing too, buddy. Absolutely. Like what will stop people in their tracks? Cause that's your job is to stop the scroll. So Back to the audience retention curve that you guys all wrote down. Mm. Your goal is 70% at one minute. That means 70% wow. of the people who started watching the video are still there one minute later. That's a hard number to hit, especially consistently. It may not seem like a big number. It's a really hard number to hit consistently. But if you're doing 10 minute plus videos. Oh, I can't do that with my family at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta practice, more practice. <laughs> If you're doing 10 minute videos plus and and you hit 70 percent at one minute there's a huge chance that that video is going to blow up for you um yeah. then wow. it's just working on your thumbnail and title but most people's intros really suck again doesn't mean you suck as a human you just haven't thought about it yet you haven't you haven't acquired the skill set yet to make a really good intro um so if it's you solo then it's powerful opinion you lead right away 
if you're doing an interview or podcast or coaching session, usually the beginnings of those videos kind of suck anyway because it's rapport building and getting like, hey, how are you? How's how's COVID life treating you? Like just rapport building. But then the meat comes 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, some something fired drops in the middle of it. You cut that and put that to the beginning of the of the video as a coming up. Mm. As a preview, it's like, here's what's coming up on this episode so that people want to watch it. it. It's not that different than what you would see in a TV series. It's like coming up on this episode of XYZ. So you put that at the beginning when you can't control it. Uh, when you can't control it, it's just you. It's learning to lead with that powerful opinion. And then honestly, I highly encourage you to, to go, to, to talk, like even to go through the mistakes. If you fumble, keep going because you don't want to train yourself one, it shows the authenticity, like, hey, you're, you're a real human. You're not perfect all the time. But it also, you're training the right skill. If you're training yourself that you can only deliver a message when it's perfectly edited, then what happens when Brendan invites you on his stage? <laughs> what happens when you go on somebody's podcast? What happens when you get on TV when it's not edited anymore and you have to be able to just go? So you need to be starting to train the right skills. You start with your powerful opinion. And I can go through, and we've talked about the formula a couple of times at, at other events, but... Uh, haven't seen i mean we got a whole you know by tomorrow another a whole hundred thousand new people will see this so rock them brother okay so the, the you guys want the formula for the perfect thought leadership content yes we got love okay the far, this is what i need i want i want my brendan burchard flip chart with me i need my flip chart you know so i can hide behind it and write the write the words up uh okay <laughs> so you lead with a powerful opinion step one lead with a powerful opinion Give me a little context as to what that means. So you just told me something in that first sentence that that hit me hard. It should. If it doesn't hit somebody hard, you didn't do a good enough job. So in there, in that first sentence, there's no maybes, there's no could, there's no should. It's something like that voice, that negative voice inside your head is not yours. It was planted by somebody. Right? Something like that that makes you want to stop. So first sentence, powerful opinion. Second sentence explain that to me a little bit more. Just take me a little bit deeper. Give me more context. I call it the context sentence because that should be a little hard to digest on its own. It's like, what did, what did she just say? What did he just say? Third sentence is, your, uh, is what I call raise the stakes. In raise the stakes, tell me what happens if I don't fix this because your goal is to fix it on this video. In this video, you're going to show them how to fix this problem. What happens to me if I don't fix this thing? If I keep listening to that negative voice inside my head, what's going to happen to me? So you make it urgent, important that today, right now, I have to fix this thing. Okay? Then you tell me a story. So step four is story. So, mistakes, story. Story, most of you are actually probably pretty good at. Story is your personal story, your foundation story, something in a news cycle story, a customer story partnership story, something happened in your family, just some kind of story that relates to the topic. Then five, we're going to say how to fix it, how we're going to teach. So to solve this problem, to, to kill that negative voice in your head, there's three things that I want to tell you how to do. One, two, three. Now, this is what we actually want to do. All we want to do is really teach. That's what we want to do. We say, here's the goods. Here it is. Here's how you fix it. But nobody's going to listen if you don't set it up properly. That whole first section gives you the emotional buy-in and the and for people freaking out in the chat is great. Uh, that gives you the, the emotional buy-in so that they want to listen to you. Because if you're just giving them the information without the emotional buy-in, they're not going to take any kind of action, which then defeats the purpose. Yes. So you're gonna you're gonna then teach me an inside magnet that goes to your website. So if you're gonna teach me three things. Step one, do this. Step two, do this. I'm going to tell you what step three is. But before that, I've got a seven-point PDF of how to X, Y, Z. If you want that totally free, there's a link down in the description of this video. Go check it out. Because I want, I want you to also generate business. I want people to buy your coaching services, your eBooks, your courses, whatever it is that you're ultimately trying to help people with through the products and service that you offer. You have some kind of free lead magnet inside your videos, not at the beginning because you're going to lose people, not at the end because you're going to lose people, inside of the teaching. So point one, point two, lead magnet, and then your third point of value. And then last thing, super important, don't say goodbye, don't say thank you for watching, don't give any indication that this video is ending. What you want to do, what you need to do is teach YouTube that when somebody watches one of your videos, they're going to watch eight. 
because your goal isn't to rank in search. It's to rank in suggested. The videos down the side and the videos that show up at the end, that's where you get most of the views. You might get one view from search and then eight. Like if somebody watches, if somebody types in uh, personal development and they watch one Brendan Burchard black and white video from six years ago, is still ranking in the search and they watch it. They're going to love this guy and then go watch eight to 10 more videos because they're showing up down the side. They're not going back and searching some more. So the real views, how you get the, the giant growth is from suggested down the side. You get that by teaching YouTube that when they watch one video, they watch eight. How do you do that? At the end of your video, you don't say thank you. You don't say, I'll see you next time. You say, hey, if you like this video, you have to go watch this one right here, right here. And I'll look to it and I'll point to it. You have to go watch this video right here where I talk about X, Y, Z. Something that's related to the video that they're watching right now. So and then good. they go click it. So you're continuing the session. Treat every video like it's the end of the first quarter in whatever your favorite you know, sports uh, game is, right? It's like the end of the first quarter in basketball. You don't say, okay, goodbye. Thank you for watching. We'll see you later. You're expecting them to come back for the second quarter and the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Same thing with your content. Even though for you it's over, for them, it's just the start of this journey with you. And so you have to lead them to the next video in the journey at the end of every video. Evan Carmichael dropping gold on Influencer Summit, y'all. Let's go. Gold. You know how many millions of views it took him to figure that out? Yeah, a lot. (laughs) A lot of mistakes. Yeah. I so appreciate you coming. I mean, he's dropping gold here. And this is stuff, this is this is a hard-earned wisdom that he everyone else who's been on Influencer Summit has been sharing with us. Like, this is this takes so much trial and error to figure out. And just by you. Raising your hand, everybody here to be here, you're you're getting this. So I just want to take a moment to to, to congratulate everybody and thank everybody who gives a damn about your self-development, who cares about your growth, who cares about how you reach people and and how you impact people. Because a lot of people saw this invitation and it's free all over the world, anywhere, but you showed up. You said you wanted to be here. You said, you know, I want to improve this part of my life and this part of my business. I want to help people more. I want to reach more people. And, and you came for these formulas. You came for this advice. You came for this. And and I think that's what's unique about you watching this right now. Very few people work on themselves the way they say they do. Very few people work on their businesses with real like, judicious efforts to study like this. And one reason I love Evan is like he does that. He's been to our masterminds and he's just He's just ripping down notes and, and he's the speaker. He's out there networking with everybody and he's the expert because he knows he's going to learn from people and he wants to drive value to people. So he's showing up for himself. He's showing up for other people. That's what makes you know this community. I was like, what's so special about your mastermind? I'm like, it, these people are so generous, but they're on the path to mastery. And on that path to mastery, they figure out all these little formulas like this that can save you years of effort but also accelerate everything. This is, this is so good, buddy. This is so great. What are some, what are some things you've seen people do that you feel like, well, that's a mistake in building the business off of any digital content. Cause I know you play across a lot of different social media and I didn't get to ask this today yet to anybody of like, what are the mistakes they make on the business side? Uh, you know, cause you and I both know lots of people who have like millions of fans there or, or tens of millions of views here, or even, 100,000 views or 50 followers. And yet, something like it doesn't kick into gear, something happens on the business side for them. What would you say happens there commonly? So uh, you need to have a business model in mind, or at least a, a, uh, a plan for a business model in mind, right? You never know until you actually get into it. But a lot of people will drive a lot of views on a video that then never converts to anything for their company. That's why I said inside that template, if you follow it, You have a lead magnet that leads people to your website so they can sign up for your email list and find out about all your offers. And it's not just about trying to sell them and close them. It's the start of a relationship because if they leave YouTube, they may never, they may forget your name. They may never see you again. And so you're, you're trying to serve and to help. And so having that business idea in mind, whether you want to do coaching, whether you, I think coaching is a great start because you're, you're, you get really close to your customers. Um, A lot of people start with, a full-on membership program or, or a giant course only to find that nobody really wants the 
stuff in the course and you spent all this time trying to figure out <laughs> the material and you changed the headlines. It's like, no, it's just the material isn't just, it's not what people want. Like, oh, okay. So you build your course around your coaching, right? So like your coaching is the fastest path to make. Meaning it's not that courses don't work. What he's saying is they didn't get to know the customer first or do the work with the customers or get that feedback yet. So they, they build the course based on their guesses without ever having interaction or seeking to make behavior change with people first to know how that course will become valuable and change behavior in the future, right? The best courses, the best speaking gigs, uh, the best, whenever you're talking to masses, it comes because you've done so much one-on-one -on -one work that you know what the questions are going to yes. be already in advance. So if you haven't done the one-on-one -on -one work, it becomes hard to be a great speaker. It becomes hard to be a great course, a great author, right? Like to write a book, it becomes hard because you don't know what, how people are going to react to it. You're, you, you're responsible for shifting people when they're in a session with you live or reading your book or listening. To your, you have to shift them to want to make a change in their life. You know how to do that. Those who are with us on day one, this was one of the, again, um, Evan's like hitting so many like like home runs here. Cause this, I want to validate it. Cause I shared that on day one for me of the best, one of the, my top five things that I ever did was coach people become a coach. Not because I was like, Oh, I have all the answers, but I coaching is helping other people find their answers. It's a process of helping them find their, it's a process of discovery for them. It's a process of decisions for them. It's a process of dis discipline for them. And you're facilitating that. So I, I knew if I could help people change in that way, Again, by leveraging their own genius, not because I'm so smart. I would learn so much about people by being a coach that every other part of my life would improve. My relationships would improve with my family and friends and the people at the time I was dating. I knew that improvements would happen in my business in the future because I was like, oh, if I know people that well, I'm going to be a better speaker. I'll be a better teacher, a better trainer, a better caregiver, a better leader, a better linchpin, a better icon one day. Like all those things are like, wow. Work with people. Don't just be someone talking to your phone. Talk to humans to help them. And so maybe that means go volunteer. I volunteered pretty much all of my life, right? As a volunteer, I feel like I've learned more about humans. Coaching, I've learned more about humans. And those come into, then, then what happens is you feel the emotion of what you're saying because you've seen it in people's faces and in their hearts. And then your videos are more authentic and real because you're like, oh, this dude, this gal, she cares about me. And that's just really powerful. So I'm going to echo that, that one-on-one -on -one nature before you do a course or a business is just so huge. Can I give a hack around this and we'll tie all this together? Yeah, brother. Okay. I'm very excited by this, guys. Instagram Live. You guys know Instagram Live? Have you guys yeah. done Instagram Live? How many have done, actually done? Okay, great. So just a couple of hacks here that I'm going to make this all beautiful and put a bow on this for you guys. When you go live on Instagram, first off, it tells both of your audiences that you're live, whoever you're with. So I've gone live with people who have 10 times more followers than me. And at the end of the show, they'll thank me for having them on my show. But really, they brought most of the audience, right? So when you go live with somebody, you're hacking their audience to help you gain following on Instagram. Just like if you haven't done your selfie yet, do it so you can hack my audience, right? But you have to do hashtag influencer summit or I'm not going to share it. Okay, so it can sometimes be hard to make a standalone video, just talking to the camera in your room, in your office, it can feel like there's no human in front of you. So if you feel like you're better when there's somebody else in front of you compared to just talking by yourself, you guys, does that connect? You feel like you're better when you're talking to somebody instead of just a camera? Okay. Yeah. When you go live on Instagram, I want you to do coaching on Instagram. I want you to coach somebody live on Instagram. I want you to get the shift happen. I want their eyes to bug out to say, holy cow, I didn't realize that was possible. And what it's going to do is one, build your brand. Two, it's going to give you content. I want you to save that video. Uh, Instagram is vertical like this. You just take the two faces and then you put them side by side. So now you've got a YouTube video as well. You don't have to practice or rehearse a script or even wonder what are you going to say, right? When, when I do coach, when Brendan does coaching, it's like, okay, how can I help? You just have to show up because you've already done all the work to learn how to be a good coach. Or you could take Brendan's coaching programs. He's got some great ones to teach you how to do it. Uh, and so if you have a, a regular IG live coaching show, at the beginning, you book your first people. And what you do is you, if you have 200 followers on Instagram, right? You don't need to have 200,000. You have 200. 
You DM them and say, hey, I'm starting a new show live. If you want my time for free, 25 minutes, I'll coach you. Whatever you need problem, you need, you have problems you need help with, I will help you live for free. But it's going to be public so other people can also learn from that experience. Some people will say no. You'll get some people who say yes. And you start building this regular show that now you're building a model where people know you as a coach. Because if you're just interviewing people, that may not translate to business. Are, are you the next Larry King or do you have your own thoughts, right? Yeah, I have to see your own thoughts. So whatever you want to make money doing, show me the process of you doing it. If yes, you want to make money being a coach. Like by this, um, about the coaching part, mm-hmm. think about it this way for everybody. Uh, you just use different languages. We've got people all around the world here, right? So different language. Think of it like you're going to do a Q&A session, a frequently asked question or op- just op- go on live. And open up for questions. And your advice back to them, that's coaching in some way, right? It might not be formal coaching the way we think about it in terms of like high-end professional personal development coaching. But it's like that Q&A period where you're taking questions and answering them and giving advice. That's content that's gold, right? That's content that is truly powerful that can be repurposed, reused in different ways. But I love what he's saying because, you know, one of my things, people don't know this. I'm so open to feedback and it's why I'm here. Evan gave me great feedback. He was like, Hey dude, you're like one of the best coaches in the world. Everybody knows that you've been on all the lists, like all the celebrities use you and stuff, but because you work with celebrities and you're on these, you know, NDAs, no one sees you doing it. It's not on video. And so that's a problem. Like you're, you're so great at this, like show more of it on video. And I'm like this, duh, you know, cause I came out of a different era of, like high end, you know, when you're, when you're at that level of, of, of coaching, like I am, these are like NDAs. These guys don't want that information out there as much, but I mean, some of you guys know who they are obviously, but for, for at, the, at the times, like a lot of my contracts are super locked down because I'm going way deep in their private lives. Right. So for me, uh, that feedback was gold. He's like, well, just go on the, just do this more, which is a huge part of my 2021 plans because I realized when he said it, I was like, like you see the labels that Brendan's so great as a coach, but where's the video of more of that? There's a video of me teaching. There's all these interviews, but where is Brendan blowing people's minds? And, and, and to Evan's credit, um, after one of my events, we had, you know, if you've ever been to my events before, I do a lot of going in the audience and talk to people stuff. And I'd say one of our most popular clips of this entire year was me just going out and talking to and kind of coaching two gentlemen and those blew up on YouTube and they blew up all over social media, like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views. And I wouldn't have probably po- like, we have years of those. I just didn't really post that kind of stuff before. Cause to me it was private and it was personal and whatever. We reached out to these people and we said, Hey, you know, uh, you know, remember that time Brendan was talking to you at the event. Could we, play? and they're like, yes, share that video. Oh my gosh. I was so that changed my life. I would love to see it. Can you send us a copy? You could, And then we put it out there and it did so great. And so there's some things that you do that you take for granted that you just do that maybe wasn't part of what you usually share in your job. There's a lot that I do in my job that I don't think of sharing. Like today, if I had put a camera over there and shown the hot mess of the 35 minutes before we went live today, that video would have been comedy gold. I mean, it was just a hot mess to get the show going today. And Evan would be like, dude, why aren't you showing the behind the scenes of this amazing thing that you're doing? So I want to let you know, I listened to his feedback and I want you to know that you should have to be open to these ideas and explore where you're not yet doing things. And so I'm going to come back to you, reround, come back to that loop of coach people one-on-one, get that experience, put that out there and build the audience with that. Uh, cause that's so powerful, but I just wanted to validate everything you just said, cause we just did it and it was powerful. I think it's the number one opportunity for coaches going into 2021 is showing live coaching. And, and this is where it gets beautiful because some people will see it live or the replay and they say, Hey, can, can I be next? Like, can I volunteer for this? Can I, I don't have money to hire you, but can I be next? You say, yeah, Monday at two o'clock, you're up. And other people will watch it to say, Ooh, I love what you did. I see myself in that person, but I don't want it to be on Instagram or YouTube. 
can I hire you? Do you have a service? Right? Like, absolutely. Right. And so it starts building your coaching practice. And so why it's so great is all you have to do is show up. You don't have to memorize a script. You're just booking some, some guests at some point it just takes over where people will just volunteer to come in at the beginning. If you haven't done Instagram live that often, then you have to book your first guests, but I want you, I want them in. I want you to bring them in. I want you to talk to them face to face because the question that people ask in a chat is almost never the question they actually need help with. And you can uncover that by working with them. And that's what shows how, how smart you are and how good you are and how you're trying to serve. And then that becomes a fantastic Instagram live where you're hacking their audience, you're growing your coaching business and you have a YouTube video to put to your channel as well. I love it. Let me throw it to this brother. Um, We've been asking all our friends what advice they have separately for people just starting. Okay. And people who are scaling. And when I say scaling, I mean people who are at six, seven figures and above who are like ready to really go to the next level, but also, so start versus scale. And what message would you have to both those groups? I say you have to go from why to how to who. So at the very beginning, it's why, like some of you here who haven't started, the why is not big enough. You don't see the connection is why I'm, I'm trying to push, get your content out there. I'll tag me and I'll stay up all night to share it. Cause I want you, like, let's get momentum happening. Cause I don't want you to come back here next year and not have had growth. So understanding the why behind it to, to have an impact, then you get to the how. So that the how is actually you've started, but you haven't had much results. So you're, you're struggling to stay consistent. And I've given you some, some tips today and man, the, the speakers over the past couple of days have been amazing. I'll give you their tips. Uh, and that can get you to the next level after that, then it moves into the who, which then is you not doing everything in the business where ultimately it's good for you to understand it, but you can't be doing everything if you want to build something bigger. And it's one of the biggest stumbling blocks to move from a six figure business to a seven figure business and beyond is that you're still trying to do everything. I have 30 people on my team who help me do what I do, right? Like I couldn't be making, I don't know how many videos we do a day. We probably do 20 to 30 videos a day across our channels. There's no way I wouldn't be here talking to you guys (laughs) if I was doing that, that's for sure. Uh, And so moving from the why to get you started to the how to actually build momentum to then the who to scale is the, is the process I would take people through. Ladies and gentlemen, Evan Carmichael has slayed the day. Give this guy a round of applause. Can you imagine? So good. So good. Take him up on it. Hit a selfie of me. Hit a selfie of him. Put it up on social media somewhere. Hashtag Influencer Summit. Make sure you tag him or DM him, just like I've asked you to do with all the other speakers. Because as you heard, he's running a team of 30 people with millions and millions of views. And he's like, hey, I'm going to take an hour outside of my day today to jump on free on Influencer Summit. Uh, that's something we got to thank him for. So please light him up in the chat. Light him up in the comments down below. It's, it's just so powerful when you hear things like this. And what I want to invite you all to do is be open to these ideas to say, oh, am I doing that? Could I try that? But I want to come back to that simple idea of consistency. You know, that simple idea of consistency. One last question I have for you, Evan, because I've thought about this a lot. Um, and we got a little bit more time, if you don't mind, just maybe. Yeah. Just put one, yeah. Of like staying in it for the long term. You talk about 7,000 and everything else. Is there some way that you celebrate or that you anchor in the wins to, to, to keep going? Because at some point, and a lot of people are going to experience this, and I don't know if you ever did, where you hit like that million number or something and you're like oh that's as big as i ever thought i got i got it and some people hit a big goal and it's not as fulfilling as they thought it was going to be or they're worried they won't hit it again uh but you know what happens when you hit that big goal to keep going got it okay so uh and tiny consistency too it took me 350 videos until i wasn't completely embarrassed by myself (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't watch it back. Like I could, I could, I'm now I'm 7,000 videos deep or something on the channel, but 350 videos until I, I, I could barely watch a replay of my own. Those are public videos, right? Um, so talk about how hard we are on ourselves and then, and then 700 until I inspired myself where I watched and like, Oh, you know what? I'm kind of getting it, you know, like I'm kind of, we're kind of making some progress here. 700 videos in, right? So I think a lot of you could get there a lot faster, uh, faster than me. Uh, so, so definitely consistency. 
Um, I've never celebrated the results. I actually struggled with this with, with my audience because when I was going to cross a million or two million, um, they're like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to cross? It's like, I don't know, nothing. I'm going to keep making, like, this is a celebration. For me, it's like the, the, the wedding day versus the marriage, right? It's, it's the marriage. I mean, it's great wedding day, but the marriage is what you're celebrating. See, every day, it's I get to wake up and make more content for you guys or maybe some new guys here who are joining me who don't know me. Awesome. Welcome aboard. Uh, not so much like, oh, I can't wait to hit 10 million. And, and how I kind of started with that mindset was just, I just super value everybody who's watching the video that we have 300 something million views, almost 400 million views. I don't know what that means. I, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to fit that into my head, but for the, for the three people who comment and say, Evan, that's, this video changed my life. Like that really touches me seeing your faces here and seeing some familiar faces and some new faces and like some dancing, you know, that that's what gets me going. And I think we often really discount the value of that connection. People might post a, a video on YouTube and it has, gets a hundred views and you think, man, I suck. What a failure. A hundred views. Are you kidding me? But if you got asked to speak at a local event and there were a hundred people sitting there You'd be freaking out. You'd be nervous. You'd be excited. You'd be like, oh, my God, 100 people. I got to get ready. Yes, but 100 lives, humans. I yeah. Love it. And for some of those people, it's actually life-changing for them. So I've always just defaulted to looking at the people who are watching and being grateful. Right now, I'm starting a new gaming channel. I'm streaming every night on my gaming channel. Yesterday, 11 people showed up. And somebody messaged me to say, hey, like, are you kind of embarrassed that you've got, I mean, you got this giant channel and 11 people are watching you on this channel? Like, no, first off, I love the climb. Starting from nothing is the best. Yes. But also, I, these are 11 humans that I'm talking to and I'm helping with. And this is a super ton of fun. And so just always paying attention to the people who you do have instead of focusing on all the ones that you don't, I think is a massive recipe for success. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen. At Influencer Summit, Evan Carmichael lit it up today. Please go say hi. DM on Instagram. Make sure you follow and listen to his work. Follow him on YouTube. Go check out his show on YouTube because when you see those videos, you'll be like, whoa, I get it now. You can, you can operationalize it. Make sure you subscribe to his YouTube show. Evan, miss you, buddy. Throwing you big hugs up there. I think you're in Toronto. So uh, really miss you down here in Puerto Rico. And I, I just thank you for being part of our community and bringing the, the fire for this group today, buddy. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this and the crazy value you're bringing to the community and honor. It's an honor. Honor to serve. So good. So good. All right. <laughs>